Hey, 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 what's going on there, podcast land? Matthew Johnson back at it again with another episode of Dementia in Black and White. And in this week's episode, we're going to go through the explanation of benefits, also known as the hospital bill, and just talk a little bit about that system. It's a little indirect from dementia, caring for a loved one. But I mentioned in the prior podcast that we might talk about this. So let's talk about it. All right. So I knew this day was coming that there were going to start to be many envelopes coming in the mail from hospitals, doctors, whoever, right, regarding the stay that my mother had in the hospital. And it was a 16-day stay. Service dates or dates of service, 12-25, Christmas Day, through January 10th. So that's 16 days. That is a long time to be in a hospital. No question about it. And the bill. Forty nine thousand four hundred two dollars and seventy two cents. And that's really not all the bills. That's just one bill. (laughs) There are other bills for thousands of dollars from other Doctors, I guess, therapists, I guess, I don't know who else, medicines, whatever, all kind of the stuff. This is just the one, one of the bills, right? And so I just want to talk about this because this really is indicative of a larger problem. And I'm the type of guy kind of in the storytelling, so I want to tell uh, this story last night I had fish for dinner fried fish fried some perch wild caught try to do a little healthy even though I'm saying it was fried and I had a salad with it so that you know balances out some of the unhealthiness but just had a hankering for some fried fish to grocery store bought some perch Already had some Andy seasoning here, you know, so seasoned that up, sprinkled, of course, with the salt, not salt, but pepper and garlic and paprika on the fish directly and then lay that into the cornmeal and, you know, get going with that. So that was dinner and it was pretty good. You know, hey, not bad, not bad fish. So I want to. Have you imagined with me that I decide I'm pretty good at frying fish and I want to open a fish restaurant, fried fish dinners. Now, as I go and calculate about how much I spent on the ingredients for that meal, you know, there was fish, uh, didn't buy vegetable oil, but there was vegetable oil here. So still had to, you know use some of that, the salad, all the ingredients, let's say for per person, that meal, 
cost me five bucks. It's probably a little high, but five bucks to make that meal. And so I want to do this restaurant. And of course, I want it to be profitable. So I sell these fish dinners for $15 per dinner. Get the fish, a salad, some green beans, perhaps. If you're from St. Louis or the Midwest, you're going to have fried fish and spaghetti and coleslaw with that. All right. So whatever you want, that's what I'm making in my fish dinners. $15. I open up the shop and because the fish is good and because it gets, you know, such good kind of word of mouth publicity, I stay pretty busy, especially on Fridays. Let's say you're one of my customers. You come in and you heard about it. You say, I like one of those fish dinners, Mr. Matt's famous fried fish dinners. And you willingly, of course, no problem. 15 bucks saves you time from cooking in the kitchen. You don't want to smell like you work at a fast food restaurant with all that oil smell jumping on you. So you're no problem paying the $15. It's a good deal for you because you've heard it's good fish. You get it. It is good. And then you come back. You're a regular customer now. And each time you come in, I tell you, that's $15. You pull out your wallet. You pull out a credit card or cash, $15, and you pay me that $15. This goes on for years. It's a wonderful business. And then I think about it and go, man, this is great. I am doing good. I'm paying all my bills and making a bit of a profit here. But how can I make more of a profit? Well, I can raise my prices. And if I just raise them, you know, triple what they are, 10 times what they are, make even more money, right? The more I raise my prices, the more profit I make, period. But if I raise my prices too much, you would not want to come in and pay that amount. So $5 for me to make it, say I want to charge you $500 for that fish, uh, fish plate, one fish dinner. Business was shut down immediately. So instead of charging you $500 per plate, I instead get you a meal plan. And the meal plan, you pay out of pocket, say, a couple of hundred dollars a month. And then your uncle, Uncle Mo Money, we'll just call him Mo, Uncle Mo. He is the one that, you know, actually I send the invoice to. You pay just this monthly meal plan fee, a couple of hundred a month. Uncle Mo gets the invoice that pays what I'm really charging, the $500 per meal. You still keep coming. You're thinking this is actually not a bad deal. In fact, if I go to this restaurant 10 times in a month, I'm almost breaking even there, and that's not hard to do, right? So I may go 20 times one month, and I'm making money on this meal plan. So it's no big deal to you, and you get the invoices, you know, wherever you, however many times you come, you come 10 times, I'm sending that $5,000 invoice because it's $500 per plate. You know, and you're just looking at it like, oh, well, Uncle Mo's paying for that mo money, mo money, mo money. So it's not really coming out of my pocket. It's no big deal. That is exactly what's happening with this 
medical system and this hospital bill. We've been lulled to sleep to think that you could receive a $50,000 bill in the mail. And because it says what you owe is zero or close to zero, that you are somehow making out good. I'm here to tell you, I don't think we are making out all that good. I'm going to break this down a little bit. And you have to understand my background. So I do have a degree in accounting. And when I first got out of college, I started out as an auditor. And we had these shirts that said, in God, we trust all others. We audit. In God, we trust all others. We audit. So that's kind of my mindset toward things. And that's probably why I've had these other rants on here. I kind of have a skeptical eye toward the system in general, but certainly things that relate to me directly. And so I'm looking at this bill. I'm auditing, essentially, this bill. And I'm not sure that this happens on any regular basis from people who you know, have more interactions with the medical field and are using their health insurance benefits more than I traditionally have and more than my mom, I guess. So just looking through here, one of the things it says is prescription drugs, $1,559.06 prescription drugs. And there are other entries on here for prescription drugs, $500 for prescription drugs, other uh, medical equipment, $300 could have been a Q-tip. Who knows? Who knows what this stuff is? And of course, you can probably go through and get more detail. They have codes and all of that. And I'm, of course, not going to bore you with that uh, here. I just want to do a high level Overview and just dig just beneath the surface here so you can see what types of charges there are here. Medical care just just says medical care there. It has a code, but I can look that up. But medical care, fifteen thousand dollars. Another medical care, thirteen thousand dollars. Speech therapy, four hundred and fifty one dollars. This is probably just for one day, I would imagine. And if you remember from my prior podcast, my mother was out of it, essentially, most of the time that she was there in the hospital. That prescription drug is probably the reason in part she was out of it. But in either case, when the speech therapist came to work with her, they couldn't. And they said so much in their short little report patient refuses or whatever patient doesn't cooperate. And so they may have been, may have been with her for five minutes, maybe $451 for that. And again, that's just one bill. So there's several other bills here. I'm mean, just got them all laid out here. All these envelopes came, all these bills and there are more, by the way, this we're still early in this process. I'm sure we're going to see these for another 30 to 60 days of bills coming in. And it appears that 
pretty much each doctor because there's different doctors names, many of whom I don't recognize, but obviously they maybe walked by the room at some point and submitted their $2,000 bill as well. So each of these are probably going to maybe get up to a hundred thousand dollars before it's all said and done for this hospital stay. Now, of course, could have stayed with King Joffe Jofer at the Waldorf Asteria and had food that may have been a little better than the food at the hospital for a tenth of the cost of the hospital stay where they serve food that my mother didn't even eat, by the way. That food often, for the most part, probably 90% of it sat uneaten because she had lost her appetite there. So this system that we have in place is so jacked up and we are so unconnected to it that we might be missing a grand theft that's taking place in terms of transfer of wealth. I just want you to think about that and think about in you know a lot of cities, there's been some downward trend in terms of economic development. And, you know, there was a time where the unemployment rates were going up and, all of that, we're about to enter, I think, a time of high inflation and all of this. But one of the things that regardless of real estate or the stock market or these downturns and roller coasters of industries, it seems one industry is doing OK. Like you'll see in your town, there's probably a hospital that's added a wing to it. Recently, like if you'd seen some cranes and construction, it's probably a hospital that was being built in your local neighborhoods, the little strip malls, maybe next to your grocery store. You're probably seeing urgent care places popping up more than you've seen in the past. Why would corporate America think Well, let's get into the hospital industry because you can have a product that's worth $5. And of course, if you were to charge the $15, that's fine because you do want to make money and get your labor back. But you could actually charge $500 for that $5 product. And nobody's saying anything about it. And another reason I know that it's a grift. If you look at what other countries do. So we look at some of these developing countries and we think, geez, Louise, they don't have it as good as us. They don't have these high end x-ray machines and high end hospital rooms with nice TVs and all of this stuff in them. They don't have all of that. But what they do have are good doctors. Some of them trained here and go back to their home countries to service their people. And when you have a hospital stay, 
in some of these places. And I'm specifically thinking about uh, places in Africa, Mexico, not sure where else, but you might know of other places where the health insurance isn't maybe required or, you know, something that is as big business as it is here. And so you go to the doctor and what we would pay as a copay, $25, $30 for a copay, might cover your entire doctor's visit. The entire bill from the doctor would be about that, including your medication, $30. You have a hospital stay. Yeah, that's going to be more. But instead of a $50,000 bill, you might get a two or three, $4,000 bill from a hospital stay. Because that's the actual cost. And certainly for a developing country, that's a lot of money, but it's not as many multiples as what we're charging here. And it just appears we seem to think that that is okay. And it's, of course, because we're not paying it out of our pocket. But I think we are paying it out of our pocket. Though our insurance premiums might not be that high. And even if I say that they are going up, some of those are actually pretty high as well. And then we get, you know, still these insurance bills sometimes where we have to pay more out of pocket. But we're paying it in our taxes. Medicare, it's a government program. And if these folks are allowed to charge $100,000 for a service that might be worth ten or $15,000, just because it's the government and the person receiving the service is really not going to audit the bill and they're really just more concerned about what you owe then the industry knows they can charge much more. And so who is the government? They're people we elect. But unfortunately, the hospital industry, they're probably giving money to those elected officials to make sure that they too look the other way when these high bills come in. So it is a grift, no question about it. This is highway robbery. And yes, we are paying for it. Our taxes could probably be better spent. They could be redirected to things that would make more sense. We could actually have better, better medical care. If we looked at the structure who knows what a hospital hospital administrator makes compared to the other staff members that really are providing the care. Those people on the front line who are stressed out. In some cases, not even getting the equipment they need. If you remember at the beginning of the pandemic, some of the nurses were in trash bags because they didn't have the gowns or the proper protective equipment that they needed. Of course, this had to deal with the hospital needing to keep those profit lines high. 
it's out of control. Just wanted to get on here this time and just talk about this bill. And not even finished. Not even finished with the bills that are coming in. Out of control. Do I have the solution? No, I'm just a regular guy. There's got to be something. All right, folks, because I hear that music in the background, that means that we are at the end of this week's episode of Dementia in Black and White. But I thank you for tuning in here. You got a lot of options for podcasts. Thank you for selecting this one. Next week, we'll come back again and just continue. This is just talking about my journey, my journey as a caregiver for someone with dementia. And I want to encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. That work is important, taking care of your loved one, but it's also more important that you take care of yourself. Make sure that you do that. I'm out. <laughs>